All right, guys. So thanks for tuning in uh, again today to uh, Peeling Back the Fourth Wall with me and Aurora. And uh, again, Aurora is the two-year-old dachshund on the cover art of this podcast. And so today we are going to be uh, talking about uh, actually a podcast that Aurora's been wanting to do for a while now. Uh, we Obviously, we watch a lot of movies, as we've said in previous episodes, and a continuous issue that Aurora has is pointless deaths in movies, okay? And so we're going to be talking about some of our most hated death scenes that were pointless in movies. Um, Aurora will not be doing her separate dog version for all you four-legged friends out there that would like to have this interpreted in dog form. Uh, She gets way too choked up over this. Um, So we are going to be talking about, you know, these these deaths that are pointless in movies, it frustrates us uh, to no end as to why these writers, these producers, have to put these death scenes in there of of, of people that when they die, it doesn't add to the plot. Like it, it, we're just sitting there, like, why? Why do you have to do that to us? You know? Um, and yes, it can create a great dramatic effect, um, and it can really pull at your heartstrings and things, but. It doesn't add to the uh, plot line or context of the story, and that's the thing that we really get frustrated with, um, the, the pointless heartstring pulling uh, that we see because I think we would enjoy seeing those characters move on, develop, and continue um, into the climax of the, of the movie. So that's uh, kind of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, obviously, deaths in movies are required uh, in, in most movies, for the plot to move forward, for a character to have, you know, some uh, motivation for certain things. I get that. makes absolute sense. However, there are times when deaths occur in movies, in stories, and the plot doesn't move forward from it. It's just a part of the movie that doesn't create, you know, an addition to the plot or reasoning for it actually happening to make the movie occur the way it needs to. And in that light, they're pointless to me and Aurora, and it leaves us absolutely infuriated. Uh, so these are some of the most hated deaths in movies that we have that were pointless to us. Um, not really going to include, like, horror films, because mostly every death in those are pointless. But um, we will be doing some of that. So spoiler alert, we're talking about deaths in movies. So if you don't want to know someone dies in a movie, pause and watch movies and hopefully we don't ruin anything for you there um but we are going to be talking about it so um you know let's get right into it we have a top 10 at the end but we have some honorable mentions as well so uh first i'm going to give an example of someone that it died people didn't like that he died but it moved the plot forward it 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 did something in the plot and you didn't realize it until he spoke something about it but that's agent colson in the Avengers, okay, the first Avengers movie, he dies, and, you know, at first, I'm just like, oh my god, really, why, why did this guy have to die, and he says it, he says they needed this, they needed this motivation to come together as a team, talking about the Avengers, okay, cool, so, so, you just gave me the reason for why you should have to die, okay, great, that's an example of yeah, we might not have understood it at first, but they explained it in the movie. They gave us a reasoning for it and showed us 
this person needed to die for this to happen in the movie. Great. That's that's a perfect example of someone dying with a purpose in a movie, even in a subtle way that we didn't we wouldn't have realized unless they said it. Right? So that is the example of, you know, a good reason for someone to die or whatever. Let's move in to the honorable mentions here. Okay. First up is a movie called The Mist. Okay. For those of you who have not seen it, it's a very good movie. Uh, my mom's a big fan of it. Uh, Stephen King, I believe, wrote the book. Um, and I know my mom will correct me as soon as this goes out if I'm incorrect on that. But, um, Great movie, great concept. I really enjoyed watching it. And yeah, it, it is a bit of a horror film, and I'm talking about it a bit. Um, because this scene, even though it is a horror film, this scene at the end was just so unnecessary. Because it's literally right at the end. Okay, so the mist is a fog that rolls over. All these creatures come out. Um and this guy his son are on the run from this these monsters and things they're trying to survive in this mist and um they run across this old couple they help the old couple they they find a car that has gas in it they use it to try to get out of town to get to escape the mist they get to a point where the gas tank runs empty and the car has to stop well they found a gun along the way there's only three bullets the man who's driving ends up turning and first shoots his son so that he doesn't have to die a horrible death of monsters eating him. And then he kills the old couple in the back. As soon as he does this, the fog starts to lift. The mist starts to lift and go away. And the military starts coming through and getting rid of everything from it. So... And he is left in horrible torment. You know, he's screaming at the end of it, and I can't imagine how that would feel because he literally just killed his son and these two people for no reason whatsoever. It turned out that that was absolutely pure murder, I guess. Because, yeah, he didn't want them to die with monster by monsters' hands and things like that. I get it, but, oh my gosh, that was... That was very pointless that, that that ended up happening because if he had just waited another five minutes, he would have never have had to have lost his son. I just, that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, you know, in light of it being a horror film or whatever, I, I get they wanted the crazy mental torment there at the end, but man, it was just really, really pointless. Okay, anyway, moving on to the next one is um, from Avengers Age of Ultron. And that is going to be Quicksilver. Okay. Now, most of you have probably seen Avengers of Ultron. If you haven't, please do. Um, Quicksilver ends up dying in it. And I feel that was pointless. It, you know, some people will argue that that's what gave his sister the ability to, like, use her powers as strongly as she did later in the movie and things like that. But they didn't didn't fully portray that enough if that's the case i don't feel that they did that well enough to make you know oh he had to die for this to happen i don't think that that came across the right way 
Um, yeah, she. I think she may have spoken in it. I haven't watched it in a little while, but she may have spoken in it and said something to the effect of, you know, you kill my brother, blah, blah, blah. She may have said something like that, but it wasn't climactic enough to really make you believe that, oh, he had to die for this to happen. I mean, he could have been maimed. He could have been injured. You know, he could have lived on. He didn't have to die. I just don't see why that had to happen. So um, that one I feel was pretty pointless. And um, yeah, kind of sad. He's a good character implemented within that movie, and he only lasted the one movie. So good thing we're still going to get to see him, um, you know, with the X-Men being able to, to come into things and the alternate universes and stuff like that. I think we're still going to be able to see some Quicksilver, so that's good. But uh, yeah, definitely sad to see that happen. Next is uh, Jurassic Park 2, and this is Eddie Carr. Okay, so Eddie Carr is the field equipment expert for the team that's coming to the island um, in Jurassic Park 2. And, man, I mean, he, he's he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, you know, you, you really kind of root for him. He's like this nerdy type of person. I, you get the personality of, because, I mean, he's a field equipment expert, so he loves his tech and stuff. So, He's a likable guy, a likable character, and uh, he ends up dying by the T-Rexes eating him, and his death didn't do anything. It, it didn't do anything, you know, um, the, the cars could have went over the cliff, the radios could have went over the cliff, um, you know, even the gun that was in the car could have went over the cliff, and like, they would have been left with nothing the same way they were before, and... Um, yeah, Eddie still would have been alive. I, I don't see why he had to die. That didn't make sense to me. I, I think maybe they wanted to kind of even it out that some of the bad people had died, so they got to kill one of the good guys. I mean, I guess that's what they're kind of going for, but again, it didn't add to the plot, so that was a frustrating one to see. Next is in Godzilla, okay, and this is the more recent Godzilla, the first one. Um, Joe Brody, okay, who's he's the dad of the... the um, young military man he's the dad um that you know started the whole started uh was the beginning of the movie sorry he was in the beginning of the movie and uh man yeah he just didn't have to die didn't have to die his wife already died and if he had lived it could have added some redemption in a way for him to be able to like see what killed his wife to understand what killed his wife like it it, would, it could have been good to see those things and i think his death was just i really think it was pointless i i don't i don't see why they had to kill him off it would have made sense to keep him going in there okay so um next is a movie called the maze runner i know a lot of people haven't seen these movies but you need to watch the maze runner movies they're very very good especially if you love these book movies like harry potter twilight Lord of the Rings, like, if you like those types of movies based on books, you need to watch The Maze Runner, okay, it gives you a feeling of The Hunger Games, things like that, like, you need to, to watch those movies, they're very, very good, so Teresa dies in The Maze Runner, and again, it's absolutely pointless, I don't understand it, she is on top of a building, building collapses, and she falls through, while I didn't mind her dying, because I found her very annoying, because she clearly couldn't, like, she's clearly one of these people that just, you know, doesn't make good decisions. And, like, they're just always playing it so safe that they're even going against their morals 
and things like that. Like she's be, she becomes an enemy an enemy hero in a way. Like you you wanted to like her when she first appeared, but then you hate her, and then you can't really hate her without liking her toward the middle of it. Like it's just it's just frustrating. She's just a frustrating character. So I didn't really mind her dying. But again, this is about being pointless deaths, and that was a pointless death. There's no, there's nothing added to her dying. Nothing added to the plot because it's basically at the end. So that was that was frustrating for me. I didn't understand it. Um, okay, next one is uh, Lupin and Nymphadora in Harry Potter. Okay, this is a double. This is a double whammy, right? You've got you've got a child. That you find out in the movies you find out later that he talks about um uh remus's son and yeah <laughs> now the son is um an orphan because his, his parents died that's, that's great that's great to to add okay so not just these two died for no real reason um for a plot standpoint uh they're also leaving behind a child who's parentless now that's great guys you do a real great job leaving us feeling good at the end of this so at the end of harry potter like if you think about these things there's going to be other ones on this list there's going to be other things think about it it's not a good ending it's like a hamlet ending it is it is awful like oh voldemort's dead yeah everybody let's let's, let's be happy why why? There's all these people that pointlessly died. That this this makes no sense. So yeah, it it's really frustrating. If you really think about it, all the bad really outweighs the good um, that came from uh, the Harry Potter deaths and things. But this is the first one of those. We'll move on to the next one because we, we got quite a bit more, so we gotta get through this. Still the honorable mentions: Spider-Man Three, Harry Osborn. Okay, obviously, let me preface, there's not, there's a lot that didn't make this list. There's a lot, because I hate pointless deaths, and I pick them out of every movie, and it frustrates me. But, um, we have to be able to stay within a certain time period, you know, I don't want to be going on for hours and have you guys not listen, um, if you find this interesting to begin with. But, anyway, Spider-Man 3, getting back on track. Harry Osborn died in the third one. Again, I don't understand it. He just came back as a hero to pair with Spider-Man. I think that was awesome to have that duo. I think that would have been really cool in future films. Obviously, they didn't do any more films after this one, so it didn't really hurt anything there. But there was no reason for him to die. It didn't give Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire, added motivation. It didn't give Mary Jane anything. Like, it did nothing for the plot. And you killed off this guy who you just redeemed and made us like again. A little bit. Just a little bit. And you kill him. That sucks. It sucks, guys. It's just an empty feeling. You just get an empty feeling from it, right? It's just so bad. So bad. It's horrible. Ah, anyway, moving on to the next one. Transformers, okay? Yes, you have to get through the Shia LaBeouf screaming like a girl throughout the entire movie. Because that's all he does well in acting nowadays is just screaming like a little child. Once you get past that, you can watch a pretty good film. Of some great action scenes with these Transformers. And the first Transformer on the Autobot side to die in this series was Jazz. Okay? 
and there's that cliche, oh, the, the black person dies first or whatever. That happened for the Autobots, guys. That happened. Michael Bay did it, okay? He was awesome. He was cool. He was, like, I love jazz. I think he was great. I wanted to hear more of his dialogue. I wanted to see more of him. I don't know why he was second in command. That didn't really come across because he didn't really put up a really good fight against Megatron. So I feel like Ironhide or somebody should have been second in command anyway. But, yeah, he was pulled in half. Guys, he was pulled in half. Like, I get it if you're like the weak link on the Autobots, but this guy was the second in command and he's just ripped in half. And the there's nothing from a plot standpoint that helped with this. Optimus didn't really seem to care. No one on the Autobot side seemed to care. It wasn't really a big deal to anybody. So this didn't move the plot forward at all. The only thing that we got from it is a pretty good joke at it where Jazz said, you want a piece of me? And Megatron said, no, I want two. And he pulls him in half. Okay, yeah, that was a pretty good joke in the time of it. But that's all we got. That sucked. All right, now, moving into the top ten, and we'll get through these as quick as I can. Um, number ten, Gwen Stacy from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Obviously, I know, in the comics, Gwen Stacy dies in this exact same way. Okay, so Spider-Man uses his web to catch her falling, and the ricochet... Um, and or hitting the ground still a bit, snapped her neck. Okay, so she still died, even though he his web got to her in time. So, yes, this was frustrating. I get why they did it, because it stuck to the comics, but at the same time, you go against comics all the time when you're adapting to cinema movies, and I think it would, would have been better if you kept her alive, because this was at the end. It didn't do anything. Now, the problem I have, though, is that we didn't get to see an Amazing Spider-Man 3. If we did, maybe this death would have meant something. Maybe it would have made him a more serious Spider-Man. Maybe it would have made him a better Spider-Man. Maybe he would have stopped kidding around and things so much. That would have been awesome to see. It really would have been great to see him develop and grow from this because it could have been meaningful. But we never got to see that. So as of now and from now on, because we won't get to see the end of it, it's a pointless death. And it was frustrating because I love the chemistry of those two on on screen. I think they did a great job. Okay, number nine. Artax from The NeverEnding Story. For those of you who don't know, because I know a lot of you, especially nowadays, haven't seen The NeverEnding Story. Amazing set of movies. I actually wish they would reboot these because I think the technology nowadays would make this amazing to see. But Artax is the horse. It's a white horse in the movie that Atreyu uses to get across the lands and things, and Artax dies basically in quicksand. It's like this swamp that consumes the horse slowly, and it's such a sad scene, but beyond the sad scene, because we got to pull our emotions out of this, there is nothing to this. There's, there, It is absolutely pointless. It's not like there is some big thing that happens because the horse dies. It's not like there's something that Atreyu can't get to because he doesn't have his horse anymore. Like, all that stuff is different now. If that happened where everything was different and something mattered that the horse died, sure, I get it, but it was pointless. His best friend, his companion, dies for no reason. So that, again, was a horrible death. Okay, number eight, X-Men 2. Okay, so X2. This is where Cyclops dies in the main beginning, okay? He dies, and... That's it. 
nothing else is talked about really they talk about how he's he's dead like later on and that's it there, there's nothing else going on like this added nothing to it gene could have been found by a random person and brought into the brought into the manor okay maybe charles xavier found her and brought her in cyclops did not have to die he did not have to die throughout this whole thing and i think it would have even added to the plot in this because she i know she had that whole aggressive thing going on when she was found actually this might have been x-men last stand not x2 regardless doesn't matter when cyclops dies i'm pretty sure it's last stand now but anyway when cyclops dies there's no point to it gene could have been brought back and I know she had this whole aggressive thing going on and she was like really wanting Wolverine and stuff like because she she had I guess a sex drive now that she never had before but you know that would have been cool to see that triangle go back and forth and see him and Cyclops fight and all this stuff over it a bit like that could have been cool drama to add into it and really interesting to see on screen but didn't get to see any of that so yeah that was a frustrating one absolutely no sense Jurassic Park Robert Muldoon, okay? And I know for you Jurassic Park fans, Robert Muldoon was a lo beloved character. Everybody loved to see him. And he ends up dying with the raptor. Yes, there's people that are like, oh, maybe he didn't die. Maybe he lived. Okay, whatever. He basically died, guys, okay? If he hasn't come back yet, he pretty much died. So, Robert Muldoon died. Didn't add anything to the plot. You know, it, it was towards the end of the movie in a way, but it didn't really do anything. I mean, all he would have done is escort Ellie back to the the base, um, you know, and, and everything would have played out the way it did. Everything really kind of would have played out the way it did. So I don't see why that had to happen. Um, yeah, frustrating one for sure. Then, um, and this may be a personal one for me more than anything, cause I have a twin brother, but this is from Harry Potter and this is, um, Fred. Okay. Fred from Harry Potter. So Fred and George, um, are in Harry Potter, they're the twin brothers, twin redheads, and Fred dies, and absolutely no point to it, it didn't do anything, it didn't advance the plot, it's not like Ron ended up killing anyone because he was motivated by this, like, it, it, it was really upsetting, really frustrating, I have a twin brother, like I said, so very upsetting for me, and for the, you other twins out there, I'm sure this one got to you a little bit more than other people, but really, really sad to see, uh, those brothers were so iconic, and I mean, I would have rather seen Jenny die, please, Save me that horrible acting. Save me the horrible acting she did on screen. Save me for the roboticness that she had. And save Harry's love life. Just kill her off. Kill, please. That could have been good. It could have motivated Harry. But no, you kill Fred off. Okay, that's stupid. Okay, next one. Same movie. Dobby from Harry Potter. Okay. Dobby was awesome. We all love Dobby. Okay, he's a cute little character. We loved him. We, we grew to love him. He was cute. He's innocent. And he dies too. Again, it was pointless. It didn't motivate anything. It didn't add anything. Guys, we didn't get anything from this. Come on. There's no point. Okay? So, that was that was dumb. Okay? I, I just don't understand it. I get it's a heartstring thing. But, come on. It didn't have a point. Number four. Okay, getting on the numbers here, back in the numbers. So, number four was the Maze Runner. Again, this is coming from the Maze Runner, which we talked about before, but Newt. Okay, the best friend of main character, Newt, ends up turning to a crank, and he ends up having to die. 
just so upsetting guys like this did not move anything forward and he was the best friend we grew to love him we grew to love this character you bring us in you make us love him and then you kill him off and it doesn't have a point to it so stupid so stupid number three guardians of the galaxy okay and this one was yondu okay Yondu, we just got to see him redeem himself. Like, he had this great bonding moment. He's now a father figure to Star-Lord. It's everything we wanted to see. And then you kill him off right at the end, and it was really kind of pointless, okay? Because realistically, why why did he have to die? He didn't. They could have found two of the things. You know, they could have found two of the things. And yeah, maybe it gave us some closure on him being a father figure and not being horribly abusive to Star-Lord throughout his life. But we could have done that in a different way. I just don't think this really added to a plot. I think it was just kind of trying to get this character dead and over with so we can move on to something else. And again, that doesn't add to the plot. That's just because you couldn't find a better way to kill them or a reason to kill them that made a lot of sense. So that was... That was a frustrating one for sure. The next one, and this one was number one for Aurora, but it was number two. We had to balance this out a little bit. We argued back and forth. This is Sam from I Am Legend, okay? And Sam is the dog from I Am Legend. And um, uh, this dog ends up getting you know bitten by one of the, the zombie-type things from I Am Legend. And... Um, ends up turning while his master is holding him and he ends up having to kill the dog because it, it's not his dog anymore and so this was really upsetting i mean you really love this dog it was such a great dog it was a it was a loyal companion to this guy for so many years and then you killed him off it didn't give him extra motivation it didn't add to the plot and anytime an animal dies it is so sad it's so sad guys and if you're gonna kill an animal off it needs to have a purpose needs to have a purpose needs to have motivation and this did not have that and that was very upsetting um so yeah that was that was really bad and that was aurora's number one um just so you guys know she wants to make that known okay last one here so we can wrap this up it's another one from harry potter and this is hedwig okay and i actually don't believe hedwig died in the books I think I think someone's told me that before. Um, haven't read the books because it's longer than a Bernstein Bears book, so I can't do it. But Hedwig is the owl, Harry Potter's owl, and it ends up dying. And they made a point for it in the movie, which is why some people will be controversial with me on this. So yes, they made a point to it by saying, oh, he knew it was me, Voldemort knew it was me because Hedwig defended me. But here's the challenge with that is... I'm pretty sure in the book, this did not happen, and Hedwig did not die this way, and so you didn't have to do it in the movie either, okay? You could have found any other way. It could have been a lucky guess. It could have been he felt Harry's presence. It could have been he felt the Horcrux. Anything could have done this and set this off. It's magic. Nothing's really explained, okay? Nothing's really fully explained in Harry Potter, so why did you have to do this? That was the worst, the worst death in Harry Potter because it was pointless from a beloved animal, okay? So really frustrating there. So top two were animals, and, you know, then, you know, we got down to some other ones. But, yeah, what did you guys think? Uh, we'll wrap this up because I know we're going a little bit longer today. Um, 
what did you guys think? What are some other pointless deaths that you see in movies? You know, let us know, and, and I'll see if I can find a reason for it or if it was actually pointless. You know, let us know what you think. Let us know if any of these, you know, you were fine with, it didn't bother you that they died, uh, or if any of these really frustrated you on your side as well when you were watching it. Just, uh, yeah, it would be good, interesting to hear your guys' thoughts. Uh, let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, please like, share, subscribe. Our Facebook is below. Um, so go on there, like the page, comment. Let us know what we can do to make things better, more interesting, or if, or if we're doing a good job, be good to hear. So, yeah, uh, for me and Aurora, we will let you get back to your day. Thank you.